You're listening to Rocket Night. And this is Anita with Rock at Night, and I'm here with FG and Carol Lynn. Oh, Rachel Lynn. Rachel Lynn yeah. <laughs> of the Hummingbirds. And tell me why you picked that name. Oh, why did we pick that name? Well, the thing about hummingbirds is they're, they're so tiny, um, but they kind of make, make a big impression <laughs> on people. Yeah, yeah, even though they're tiny, yeah. It's, and it, you know, they're hard to see unless you're really looking. Then you can, that's another yeah. point, too, because you'll see them in the tree. And usually when you see one, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. we've always loved birds. Did you know birds. that a group of hummingbirds is called a charm? Oh, now that is cool. Isn't that I did not that? know. Yeah. That is really cool. And, and I think we're charming. So, <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So tell me why from Detroit to hear. I was born in Detroit. All right. Um, and a lot of Michigander people come down here. Yeah. So what what was the attraction? I think uh, we just love the, the weather. weather. Uh-huh. <laughs> we we don't love scraping our cars in the winter. Yeah. yeah. Down here they told us um that they don't we we said, Well where where do you buy a scraper? Because there's frost one morning you can't I think get one em. winter. They said, What's a scraper? Yeah, <laughs> sometimes the dollar stores will carry them right. in the winter time, and that's about the only place. Find them yeah, anywhere. and Walmart doesn't even carry them. It's really kind of crazy. Yeah. So, being from Michigan, you don't think of people from Michigan that play country or like country, and it looks like you take the genre and you really mix it up. How how did that happen when you met and you formed your sound? How did you mix the genres so well? Well, Rachel was a, a she was playing acoustic guitar, um, just kind of in her apartment by herself. Mm-hmm. I would close the door. I didn't want anyone to hear me. And uh, <laughs> I was playing electric guitar in bands, and we just kind of got together, and I decided we wanted to play music together and write together, and and uh, you know the that's kind of like where the electroacoustic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And as far as the influences, we met um, a huge group of folks who came up from um, Kentucky to work in the car factory. Oh, wow. And, yeah. um, they, you know, people in their 70s, 80s, and they were playing at this little train station in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would go to listen to their classic country jams, and they really played it like it was supposed to be played, and we just fell in love with, with that genre of music. And it's amazing because Detroit seems to be a real seat of music between Detroit and Chicago. It seems to be a lot of hot stuff going on. Yeah. I know you maybe know um, Margaret White, who's a friend of mine, who's done some blues uh, radio up there b- mm. with the blues genre, and she wrote for the blues magazine up there too. Ooh, so, cool. and she's joining us at Rocket Night. She's going to be joining yeah. us because she's 
she's also coming down. Cool. Every uh, winter time, she's she's down That's here. That's how it starts. You come down in the winter time, and then eventually, just never go back. Now, how did you all meet? Was was there some kind of? We had a, a mutual friend that introduced us, mm -hmm. and uh, also musical too. So mm -hmm. yeah. all, all through music, you know, mm -hmm. we met. Yeah. Now there's. There's an old band from Australia called the Hummingbirds. <laughs> Have you listened to their stuff, and what do you think of of them? We love their stuff. We yeah. do. We do. And then um, when we were choosing the name, we kind of we said we like the name the Hummingbirds. Let's check if there's any other bands named the Hummingbirds. Right. And at the time, there was only them, and they had broken up. So we thought, oh, it's okay to use that name. But we did. We we loved. We love their stuff. Yeah, they don't seem to be around much anymore. They're, yeah, we were lucky. We 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 scored the the uh, the dot com, you know, the uh -huh, hummingbirds right. com. Uh huh. Right. And there's a uh, there's actually a, another hummingbirds in England right now. In Liverpool. Yeah. 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 And uh, they, like their website is um, wearethehummingbirds.com. dot <laughs> com. So we got thehummingbirds.com. But maybe we'll all do a show together someday. Now, what's their genre? Because I did see their site, but I didn't delve into it more. I mean, um, they kind of sound um, like they're they're adding a lot of their you know kind of like the uh, the, the um, Celtic influence oh, okay, into okay. their music, you know, yeah. like it's, it's 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 full of energy and you know it's it's got kind of like a skippily uh, mm -hmm. sound to it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check them out too. But you are the hummingbird, <laughs> so you got the dot com. And I was going to ask you also, um, what do you think of the corporatization of the music industry? I've been asking everybody I interview this. Yeah. It seems like um, it, it's really hard to get recognition unless you've got a huge record label behind you. Yeah. And independent artists like yourselves are really fighting to get heard, and the competition is really stiff. So. Yeah. How do you do that, and what do you think of what do you think of the corporatization of the music industry itself? Well, for me, like I personally like um, I like what we're doing, the DIY, like do-it-yourself mm -hmm. kind of musician, because we get to kind of make our own rules, and we get to play smaller venues, like even house concerts, and we we're kind of growing our fan base little bits at a time, and and making it bigger that way you know? mm -hmm. so how about you well um, I think when you when you go the corporate route you have to you have to do what the corporation tells you to do mm -hmm. um, we you know we make all all the decisions uh, for our our future and, and how we do it ourselves um, and uh, you know when you're involved with like a major label and the corporations um, you end up like owing them, you know, a ton of money, and you lose control. You just lose control of of your your artistic um, direction and stuff like that. So if, if you if you keep it yourself and do it yourself, you know, you are in charge of all of that stuff. You right. Can, you can be whoever you want to be. You don't have to, you know, kowtow uh, to anybody. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a lot more work, and and the the success that you receive from it um, probably won't be as great 
you know. Um, but but if, you'll be prouder, I think. Yeah, if like, you're happy, if you're happy with modest success, mm -hmm. um, you know, this is a great a great way to go, you know, because uh, you you know you are you are in control of your your music and your your art. I think it matters to have like a body of work that you can be proud of that you did yourselves, rather than be like one of those countless nameless one hit wonders and we know mm -hmm. we've all seen that in the music industry they'll they'll be backed by a record label and then they'll come out with one album which has one hit and then they're gone they're gone forever so i i've been listening to the album the new one and some of the stuff from the old one is on your soundcloud so i've been i yeah. i like chocolate and vermouth i really <laughs> like that one but um what it's just it's just a rich pattern of lyrics and music that kind of spans those genres as we said and i love it so i've been turning people <laughs> to it thank you we and, appreciate that yeah and um just a few more questions um what do you both do when you're not doing music oh what do we do well i'm actually a third grade teacher really doing music yep Oh, how cool is little that? Little known fact, but I'm going to let you in on that secret. So what <laughs> happens when you go touring? Do you have to get a sub? Or? No, we, we tour when I can, you know, like during our breaks, during the summer, you mm -hmm. know, part of the summer and things like that. And so. you feel very dedicated to that, right? Oh, yeah, and that's my other passion, you know, mm -hmm. I have two passions. And, you know, sometimes I'll have a stack of... Uh, paperwork from school that I need to do or lesson plans from school and then I'll have my songwriting book over on the other side of me and I'm like hmm which one should I do uh, first and what do the kids think oh they love it they they think their teacher's a rock star <laughs> <laughs> they think it's just the coolest and and they all uh leave the class thinking that they're songwriters oh <laughs> that's sweet and what do you do well, uh, I do a lot of um, uh, music therapy for for senior citizens. Oh! I play music for for them, and um, that's really rewarding. I yes. enjoy that a lot. And then when I'm not doing that, I do uh, I like to dabble in painting. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, when we when we have free time, we like to go fishing. Oh, that's cool, and that's nice in Michigan or here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, both it's, it's, places. Different beasts down here. Yeah, they're, they're, they're <laughs> different kinds of fish down here. You know, they can they can really, you know, take off a hand. <laughs> you have not had anything till you've had snook, oh. and when you catch snook, you're not even supposed to keep it anymore. You're supposed to throw it. But Floridians, if they catch one, they'll keep it and eat it. Oh so, my gosh. but yeah, they're they're not legal, and they used to. You better to be. not say you put that in. Oh no, the, that audio, <laughs> that part of the audio clip will be cut off. But let me tell you, back back in the day when you went fishing here, you could just put a line in and you'd pull up a snapper, a snook, or a grouper, and now everything's fished out. It's really hard yeah. when you're going out to the to the sea, salt water. It's really tough. Well, we we've, we've done some pier fishing, mm -hmm. um, and it's like you never know what you're going to catch out there. She's caught a couple small um like mullet or what do they call the bonnet head bonnet head shark mm -hmm. uh and you caught a puffer fish. Puff, puff fish and <laughs> so it's so like like this like all kinds of weird stuff that you catch on the piers and we've had people say hey you know you want to you want to go fishing for the big the big groupers and stuff like that and, um i've got a boat 
but you got to go 30 miles out. Yeah, because you know? it's, it's been like, fished out. I don't know if I want to get in a little boat like that. You better take Dramamine before you <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you have a beer or two, and then they start doing this on the waves, you'll get, like, really, really sick. Yeah, we've never been. Yeah, it's out there is a whole different ball game. Uh, I did want to let you know that me and Sharice, who work on Rocket Night, I'm a CNA, and she's an environmental scientist. Wow. <laughs> and I work with patients um, doing music therapy and cool, Alzheimer's cool. patients. And like you said, it's super rewarding. And this is what we're looking at as we age. This is, it's just like autism, only it's the other way. It's with older right. folks. Never used to be like that. Now I just think it's all the meds and everything everybody's taking and environmental. It has a lot to do with it. But we, uh, she runs the ukulele club, the East Pasco Ukulele Club. Uh-huh. And we meet in a senior senior citizen assisted living facility, huge place, once a month. And she bought me a uke in December. And I'm from a musical family anyway, but all of a sudden I was, I just became addicted to the ukulele. So, so one more question. What's next? What's next? Boy. Like next six months, next year, what's your plan? Well, I think we want to um, branch out. We want to, we want to play, uh, more cities uh, in the state of Florida. We want to get, you know, out, you know, Maybe out to Georgia, Georgia mm-hmm. Carolina, the Carolinas, and stuff like that. Um, we have to kind of work within the, the confines of her school. Right, so, right. So, uh, like, I would say an immediate goal will be to get up to Gainesville, Jacksonville, Pensacola, mm-hmm. um, you know. So spread Miami, the word. Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Who wants the hummingbirds? We'll uh, and then in the summertime, <laughs> we can kind of hit a little bit harder and go a little bit farther out. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the meantime, we're writing new material. We're already, you know, looking looking uh, towards um, our next our next album. And, uh, awesome! Yeah. Great! I'm looking yeah. forward to that. You will love Northern Georgia if you can get into Atlanta and a couple places. Yeah. That's a that is a hot music scene, no matter what genre it is i mean a lot of people thought it was the rap and the the soul and the rhythm and blues but it's not just that in atlanta it's really kind of surprising gainesville's a very cool town and as far as up in north carolina and tennessee i think i mean there's a lot of music festivals you could probably even get into some of the Celtic music festivals because they don't just do Celtic anymore. Right. I mean, it's there's it a out. big, big, huge mix of all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you so well, much for this for interview. You're listening to Rock at Night. Thanks for the intro melody. It's called Get On Down by Billy Bass Alford. Thanks.